Chapter 1 In an area where the tracks ran through a maze of various-sized rocks and boulders to continue across a level stretch of desert, a lone cowboy made his way up the sloped grating. With cinders shifting and rolling in his wake, he reached the summit and stood atop a cross-tie. As the cowboy gave an anxious look to the west, a gust of wind swept across the desert floor to stir sand along the lower edge of the embankment. He lifted his hat for a moment and let the wind whip through his sweat-drenched hair before reseating it to shade his eyes from the scorching sun. A canopy of blue hung over the wastelands of southern New Mexico. Morning moved steadily toward noon. The sun burned, unabated by the slightest hint of a cloud. In this land of rocks and sand and low-rising mountain ranges, it appeared nothing had changed since the dawn of creation. Rails as far as the eye could see in either direction were the only evidence of civilization. Standing on the cross-tie and resting one foot on the rail, he couldn't feel anything. There was no vibration, no tactile indication a train was moving this way. He gingerly placed his fingertips to the stove-hot steel but still felt nothing. Turning his eyes to the top of a boulder where another cowboy peered down, he shook his head negatively. Nothing, he yelled, projecting his voice upward. It's running late. Trains do that a lot. Find you a place in the shade, the older man shouted downward. The individual with his feet planted widespread atop the rock was Jake Barnes. He seemed patiently waiting and showed no sign of anxiety. On the other hand, he had done things like this before. In fact, this little endeavor was his operation. The young cowboy walking the rails was Cody Brown. He was anxious to get this thing over with. The job had been planned for some time now, and he was tired of waiting. Stepping from cross-tie to cross-tie, he walked to where Ben Watson perched on a rock partially hidden in an enclave alongside the tracks. Ben gave him a squinted-eye look, using his hand to visor his eyes. Removing his hat, he ran his fingers through his hair. "'Walking up and down that track ain't going to make that train get here no sooner.' "'I know,' Cody muttered, conceding. With hands on hips, he continued scanning the tracks in a westerly direction. Aware Ben was offering a tobacco pouch in his outstretched hand, rubbing his sweaty palms on his jeans, Cody stepped down the embankment and took the sack. "'I can't help wondering why it's so late. It's almost as if they're on to us.' Ben gave a chuckle. "'I don't see how. Everybody who knows anything about this is right here, ain't they?' Ben assured him. He made an open-handed gesture to indicate the others, including the two on the far side of the tracks. Nodding as he attempted to spread the tobacco, Cody muttered that he certainly hoped that was true. "'You don't see any lawmen, do you?' Ben added with another chuckle. There weren't any lawmen, but Dudley Jones was here. That alone was the cause for a certain amount of concern. Dudley liked to talk, even more so when he was drinking. Sometimes he talked more than a normal man should when he wasn't drinking. Then that was usually bull about women how well he could handle a gun, and other tales with no validity whatsoever. Whether he'd tell someone he helped rob a train would probably be another thing altogether. 
Cody pushed the thought to the back of his mind. He was getting paranoid, he warned himself. Striking a match on the sole of his boot to light the haphazardly rolled cigarette, he glanced down the tracks to where the overweight Dudley stood with a taller and lankier Frank Gutner. Apparently they shared something amusing if the grins on their faces were any indication. It might have had something to do with his pacing. Flicking out the match and tossing it toward the embankment, Cody took a seat alongside Ben. As if contemplating, he stared at the span of track before them and muttered something under his breath. Leaning, he rested his elbows on his knees, his chin on his bald fist, and willed himself to relax. That moment was short-lived.